your favorite actor, my favorite actor, our, our favorite, favorite actor, actor. Leo Bionis. Yep. This is another bonus episode for y'all. I ain't explaining what it is no more. It is what it is. <laughs> As a wise man once said, if you know, you know. All right. So Push. this episode, we're still reflecting on 2018. We're just about done. We're doing our uh, annual NBA Awards episode mm-hmm. where we take actual NBA awards and somehow migrate them to relate to movies in a way and give an actor, actress, director, or whatever um, the award. We got the NBA Awards, which is the good stuff. Uh-huh. And no disrespect to the women, but we got the WNBA Awards, <laughs> which is our Razzie version of the uh, awards, which is the negatives. And our awards are MVP, mm-hmm. Rookie of the Year. Defensive player of the year, six man, six. most improved, most. coach of the year, and our first team. So, you know, before each category, I'll expl- re-explain what that stuff is. And then we got the same thing for the WNBA side of things, but just the negative. So instead of MVP, we got the LVP. We got the rookie of the year, but not a good way. Defensive player of the year, which is the, you know, the whack version. The whack six man of the year, the least improved player of the year, the worst coach, and the last team. So... What is this year tree? I believe something like that. No Christmas, no Birdman. All right, let's uh, let's get down to business with the. Uh, let's get down to business. I don't got no time to play around. What is this? Must be a circus in town to shut down on these clowns. Can, Can I, I get, get a witness? witness? Yes, sir. All right, let's start with the big one. The MVP most ballinest player. Make my own moves. Call me the mayor. Monday night. They're going to play that all week long leading up to the Super Bowl. Um, all right, yeah, we got MVP. Who are you going with for your MVP of the year? Which is, sorry, let me explain it. Your MVP is, you know, the one actor or actress you feel who just had the best year out of everybody. Who is your MVP for 2018? This came down to two actors for me. Um, I was obviously rushing through to do this because I waited to the absolute last minute. And as I'm sitting here, I'm getting very close to changing my winner. You need me to go first while you rethink? I'm going. I, I'm ready. All right. I'm going with Michael Bakari Jordan. Okay. The original one I had written down was Bradley Cooper. Mm-hmm. Great because year. of his great performance. Um just uh, what he's done. But then I sat back and thought, Michael B. Jordan was great in Black Panther. We all know that. Mm-hmm. He was formidable in Creed. And the only reason he's getting formidable is because that first five to ten minutes was absolutely outrageously bad. Unacceptable, Mike <laughs> That's not his best. Mm-hmm. And I just, I got, and so then when I put piece that together, I was like, two good movies over the stars born. And 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 uh, Bradley Cooper was also in Avengers. That is very true, but as far as his role, it's not one of a leading, mm-hmm, which mm-hmm. you would get. And granted, uh, Killmonger is not the leading role, but he was in the movie enough for it to be some uh, him be an actor you think of immediately when you think of Black Panther. Mm-hmm. When you say Avengers: Infinity Wars, like uh, Robert Dungeon, Tom Holland, uh, Chris Hemsworth. Rocket. You probably say Chris Hemsworth first. Then you say. Whoever. I mean, it depends if I'm going to sort of some alphabetical order or start with the Chris's. I don't know. So mine is very close, but I I think I am going Michael B. Jordan. All right, your MVP is Michael B. Jordan. Mine is 
Michael B. Jordan as well. Okay. Like you said, I thought that... Um, Shout out to Michael B. Jordan. He got the <laughs> award before uh, Jake Gyllenhaal or Leonardo nah, DiCaprio. I gave it to Jake Gyllenhaal what last year. Last year. I don't even remember. I, that, oh, yeah, that, was when, that was when I was trying. I forgot to tell you. That's why I, when I nominated him last year, I was like, why did I nominate him? It's because he did Stronger. Oh. Uh. <laughs> and Life. Oh, Okay. And no one else combined for me had a better year. Okay. Though, even though there's a bunch of movies I like better than Stronger, but he killed it. Um, but yeah, so I'm also riding with Mike B. Like you said, he was great in Black Panther. Black Panther was a uh, like cultural phenomenon, you know, across the board. He even though he wasn't, you know, T'Challa or nothing, what people walked away from, they was walking away siding with Killmonger more than uh, T'Challa. So you know, he was more memorable character. He was also in Creed. Like you said, those first few moments of the movie was a little worrisome. Mm-hmm. But then luckily, he was able to get back in his Michael B. bag or his Michael bag and, you know, start being back there, going back to his normal self, great acting, killing the movie, you know, being great at being Adonis. He was also in Fahrenheit 51. Oh, yeah. Wasn't, the, wasn't a great movie by but any. A movie. Yeah. He, he, he got, to stats. Yeah. He was, it was a movie he produced. So, you know, he, like he said, he had to go to the HBO route so he can get, you know, his res, build up his resume when it comes to his production company. So I give him props with that. He acted alongside Michael Shannon, who's also a great actor. I give him props for that. And so for me, even though it was tough because there was others, there was other people that could definitely have took the MVP for me this year. You'll definitely see them in my first team, but. Had to ride with my boy, Michael B. No bias, though. All right. Rookie of the year. Rookie of the year. Um, it was – this person had to lead pretty much, but they had a competition from uh, one of the boys from mid-'90s. But my rookie of the year is Elsie Fisher. Oh, yeah, I should probably uh, say what rookie of the year oh, is. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. New, Best newcomer. Don't necessarily got to be their first movie or anything like that. Just first movie that, like, you know, really put them on the scene. Mm-hmm. And I chose Elsie Fisher from eighth grade. Okay, okay. I also went with Elsie Fisher. Okay, everything the same so far. So this, you know, being the first time that I've seen her, even though I believe she did voice work in Despicable, Despicable Me. Despicable Me. And I don't really Despicable pay attention Me. if your name's not Steve Carell. It's her first time we've seen her really live action. Yeah, and leading the way. And I thought she had not even of like the best new people, one of the best performances of the mm-hmm. year. Not even best actress or any, just best performance as a whole. I thought she really embodied that whole awkward eighth grader that she was going for in the movie. So I'm going with Elsie Fisher for Rookie of the Year as well. And now that moves us over to Defensive Player of the Year, which is basically who was the best action star that you want to go with here. So who is your vote? I initially went over to Avengers Affinity War. I was like, let me pick somebody out from here. And then I was like, that's too much of an ensemble cast. Maybe I'll go to some Deadpool. But then I was like, definition of action, just pure action movie. I went ahead and gave this award to Tom Cruise because as far as just single-handedly being the one person doing action, he did so much in Mission Impossible and all the prior Mission Impossible movies that he definitely... Uh, and he risked his life. Yeah, he, he could have died. So he definitely deserves this award. Somebody, I'm gonna change for a certain award, but all right. Shout out to Tom Cruise, definitely deserves that award. It's a good choice, but I went with Thanos, Mister Thanos himself, Josh Joshy. Brolin. Yeah, he had two joints. Yeah, he he was like he was up for MVP for me because he had two of my favorite movies of the year. 
He was one of the best villains of the year, one of the best MCU villains, and he really lived up to the all the hype that uh, the MCU built up with Thanos. I think he did a great job with that. Did great in the action scenes. And then he was also Cable and Deadpool and brought some more action to that movie and made uh, helped make that movie to be as great as it was. So I am definitely going to ride with Josh Brolin for Defensive Player of the Year. All right. You said Elsie Fisher and then Tom Cruise. All right. Sixth Man of the Year, which is basically like the person who did the best job when it came to supporting roles for the year. So who are you rolling with for Sixth Man? So for that award... I'm also going, wait, I'm actually changing. I'm changing it because I, my original choice for six man was Michael B. Jordan okay. for what he did in Black Panther. But because I switched him to MVP, who I'm switching to six man will be one Brian Tyree Henry. Okay. On the yeah, simple he- fact that this man did five movies. Yeah. He had five movies come out in 2018. So I think that alone, and of course he does pretty good performances, and I haven't seen him on all these movies, but just off stats alone, five movies is something crazy, and if you want to go who's supporting the best, clearly, he keeps getting these supporting roles. Um, He was solid in uh, 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 Widows. Uh, What else did he do this year? (laughs) Hotel Artemis, but that was whack. He was Uh, in Yeah. If Bill Street could talk, he was in that. Yeah, that got good reviews. Uh, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Yep. Uh, That was good. So I think just, I couldn't think of something to, I wanted to give him an award based off his pure amount of movies he was in. I couldn't think of it until I just got to six, man. I'm like, now that made Michael be the MVP. Obviously, MVPs don't typically come off the bench. Except for Ben Gordon. Huh, I don't ever recall him winning MVP, oh. but I'm gonna go. <laughs> I'm gonna go with Brian Tyree Henry. All right, great choice there. Myself, there's no bias here. I'm going with Emma Stone. We only <laughs> seen her in one movie, but her performance in that one movie is enough to fill up like five movies. It was that great. That's typically Emma Stone, though. And even though I don't really count her as being the supporting actor in that movie, everybody wants to say it was a supporting role. So. If if that's what they want to say, that means, you know, gives her an award to dominate. And that is going to be the sixth man. If you ain't seen the favorite, go check it out. All right. Next, we got most improved player, which is an actor who maybe they've been having some down years before this. Or we just never liked them before. But this year, they really started to kind of change our mind or just did well enough where we was just like, All right, you got you deserve some some cred. So, who is your most improved player? Off the top, I couldn't think of somebody immediately. So I'm like, who was who did like surprisingly good in any movie? <laughs> so I went with, and I put a maybe by it, but because I couldn't think of nobody else, <laughs> it's going to be Anna Kendrick okay. for, be, for being pretty good in Blake Lively movie. What was that movie called? The Perfect Stranger. <laughs> simple favor. Simple favor. Hey, I rhymed. <laughs> a simple favor. I I was kind of thinking about that too. I was like, oh, for her, Blake Lively. And I was like, nah, I got to give it to somebody. I gave the LVP not too long ago. Okay. And that was Melissa McCarthy. Oh, yeah, that's true. Because she had the movie people liked yeah. and the movie people didn't like. And she had Life of the Party this year. She had oh, Happy yeah, three Time. Movies. Yeah, she had Happy Time Murders, Murders or whatever. And then she had um, Can You Ever Forgive Me? Now, I. Didn't hate the Happy Time Murders. I thought it had some funny some funny moments, but it was disappointing. But I wasn't mad at it, so I don't blame her for that movie. And she was funny in it. 
Um, I was thoroughly surprised by Life of the Party because whenever her husband get together and make a movie, I expect utter garbage. <laughs> I got that with the boss. I got that with Tammy. And I was like, it got to be whack. If Paul Feig or whatever his name is ain't working with her, the movie got to be trash. But surprisingly, this movie wasn't bad. It was funny. I would say it was a good movie. So, and for that, and for her, uh, her bringing her, you know, her dramatic chops to the table in the same element, the way Kevin Hart did it with the upside, they were more dramatic, but they still were their funny selves. She brought it that to Can You Ever Forgive Me? And I thought she did a great job in that movie. So, with that being the case, I had to give her the most improved player of the year award. So, shout out to Melissa McCarthy. All right, moving on to coach of the year. Who are you giving that to? Coach of the year, I'm going with. Is this? I'm pretty sure the guy before the Russo brothers. Yeah, you gave it to him a couple years ago. All right, two so time champs, yeah, two time uh, coach of the year, the Russo brothers for being able to just even simply hold together Avengers: Infinity War, let alone make it a good movie. I once again agree with you there. I am going with Mister. Is his name Joe? Joe Anthony, Joe and Anthony, Anthony and Joe. Um, I think so. <laughs> Russo brothers. I'm also going with them as well because no matter how great I think the Avengers Infinity War looked, you know, just how they, you know, the directing stuff that they did and you know the ideas, like you said, the fact that they were able to keep the set afloat, keep everything going, actually be able to corral all these people. Like I know they didn't necessarily come up with the schedules and everything, but having this ginormous cast, having some of the cast members not on set for their shoots. Having, you know, just having to use, like, stunt doubles and camera angles to make it seem like Benedict Cumberbatch is actually there when he's really not, even though he's in a scene with Tom Holland, but Tom Holland saying he never even met Benedict Cumberbatch. Just all, all that stuff. Having to deal with all that takes some truly talented directors because that would be just that would be frustrating. And it, you, to, it would get to the point where, like, why are we even shooting this movie? But they were able to put it all together for the fans and make an event so I got to give them credit for just that alone. And so I'm also going with the Russo brothers for coach of the year. All right. That leaves us to our first team. And uh, our first team is just five individuals who basically, you know, think we, we think that the best throughout the year, our little, our starting lineup per se. So who are who's your first team members going to be? Uh, this was actually tough for me um, outside of some of the names you've heard. So I made some adjustments, but we got the MVP, Michael B. Jordan. B-Dot. We got who I think is the runner-up, Bradley Cooper. Pulled up in the Bradley Coop. We got another name we mentioned, Josh Brolin. Bro, bro. Um, And then the other two, which was the more harder ones, I switched out several different times, several different names, but ultimately I'm going Elsie Fisher. Okay. And Claire Foy. All right. Um. Claire Foy, uh, somebody she had to fend off was Jessica Chastain, uh, as well as Lady Gaga. What did Jessica Chastain do? This Molly's year? Game. Oh, that movie that came Lip- out last year. Okay, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I got it. Uh, so I went with uh, uh, ultimately Claire Foy because she was great and insane, and then she had two other movies. So her stats was a little higher. She had uh, Dragon Tattoo. She had First Man, Spider's Web. A dragon tattoo story. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why they would have to tell us that because they ain't making no more. Yeah, so that's that's my all NBA. All right, my first team members are going to be 
Michael B. Jordan as well. He was mm-hmm. the MVP. Boom, boom, boom. Josh Brolin, who I said was also close to winning MVP, but was the Defensive Player of the Year. I as well got Bradley Cooper. Great acting in A Star is Born. Great directing in A Star is Born. Was great as uh, Rocket in Avengers Infinity War. So, And he was uh, good in The Mule, so good uh, kudos to him. These next two ladies, because, you know, I ain't sexist. I, 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 you know, I got to give it to the ladies, too. First, I got Emily Blunt because she did a great in a quiet place. Okay. And I didn't see Mary Poppins, but I heard she did good. It was a big movie, and that was some big shoes she had to fill. So kudos to her for that. And then last but not least, my girl Rose Byrne. She did Instant Family and Juliet Naked this year. No one saw Juliet Naked. I did, and I thought it was a great movie, and she did a great job in it. Instant Family, she was, once again, able to flex those acting chops. This time it wasn't side-by-side uh, side with Seth Rogen. Her husband was Mark Wahlberg, and she was outshining him in all the scenes. <laughs> so, kudos right, to So we both have women on our list. Yeah, because women deserve respect. Hey. Equality. That sounded like the couldn't think of a way to compliment women. That sounded like I got black friends too. <laughs> uh, all JKs, all JKs. All right, so no, those rolling. those are our NBA awards. Um, now we moving on. Or you know, congratulations to all the recipients. Mm-hmm. You'll see that uh, written down somewhere, I suppose. Yeah, hopefully. Uh, it's not like I don't have time on my hands. <laughs> um, all right, now moving on to. The sadder part of things. We mm-hmm. got we had to big up some people. Now it's time to shame some people who rightly deserve it. We like to call it our WNBA awards, but no, it's not. It doesn't. It doesn't mean women NBA. It means it whack. Yeah, yeah, whack or whack worse. Worst. And it just so happens that the WNBA is a lot worse exactly. than the NBA. <laughs> uh, we just talking about views. Mm-hmm. Um. So this is our Razzies. So. We got the LV. I already listed those. So, who is your least valuable player? Who's getting the big dog? I'm going with Joey King. <laughs> yeah. For all, for all her bad movies that she did. Let's see if I can find a list. I know she did multiple bad movies. She did The Kissing Booth and uh, Slender Man is what I saw that exactly. was awful this year. So, Kissing Booth and Slender Man alone was enough to put her in that. Um, she got some movie called Radium Girls. What? She had a movie called Summer 03. So all that. And then just coming off the prior year where she had Wish Upon. Ugh. Like that's just a, it's a bad run. So definitely got to go with Joey King for the WNBA MVP. Come on, Joey King. You you played uh, Channing Tatum's daughter in White House Down before. Man, that's nothing to <laughs> brag about. And we talked about who who gets on to the uh, suck portion of the regular show. Do these LV these WNBA I mean, MVPs become the? Because Joey King, that's that's a resume. <laughs> Slender Man, Kissing Booth, that's that. Yeah, she's coming off a whack. Yeah, it can. I mean, yeah, hey, we'll, we'll see. it was recent. Yeah. So, all right. So that's so Joey King is your LVP. Mm-hmm. All right, my LV. And she she played a role in the Madden NFL 19 long shot homecoming, you know, story mode. Did I buy that? No, I didn't. Wait, this past year's? Uh-huh. Oh, I didn't buy this past year's Madden for the first time, but I played the whack long shot that was on the previous year. Didn't yeah. finish it because it was trash. Um. All right, cool. So shout out to Jelly King for being on Madden. And, ooh, that Madden curse strikes again. Antonio Brown had a great yeah, year. But uh, <laughs> we just cannot keep our good players. We just do not know how to make them happy. 
And this dude put a goodbye post on Instagram, but said it wasn't a goodbye, goodbye. It was a thank you. That's definitely goodbye. Yeah, I do not believe you. Just just get some good compensation in return because I can't I can't stop what's already happening. So I just got to tolerate it and move on. Um. All right. So your LVP was Joey King. Mine is going to your girl, Dakota J. Johnson. <laughs> nah. <laughs> because she had a year for the ages. <laughs> she was in a movie that is 50-50 with people. Suspiria. Mm-hmm. I hated it. <laughs> and I can't express how much I hated that movie. She starred in that. Even the director of the original Suspiria also said recently that he wasn't fond of this new one. I'm sure he wasn't. But then if you ask the director of this new one, uh, back in the a uh, couple months ago, he said that he talked to him and that he had nothing but good things to say. Okay. So somebody's lying. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so J- Dakota Johnson was in that. Dakota Johnson also was in Fifty Shades Free this year. Not yeah, a, that's not a good year. Not a great way to top off an awful franchise with an even worse movie. No comedy. No comedy like Fifty Shades of Grey had. <laughs> Fifty Shades Free was just straight boring. And then, last but not least, she was in one of my more disappointing movies of the year, Bad Times at the El Royale. Now. Oh, yeah, she had a bad year. All right, that was two good, <laughs> bad years. She wasn't bad in that movie, but I can't help it that you was a part of that awful yeah, movie. If you're part of something bad, you're yeah. part of it. She was bad in other movies. <laughs> but and, she and she's been bad in movies yeah, prior. been so. bad in movies before. <laughs> I always try to stick up for you because I feel like the Fifty Shades of the Fifty Shades Grey over your career is really uh, what makes people think you're a bad actress. But you don't help by being bad in certain movies yeah. or picking whack movies. Do something good and let me see. Like Ansel. Ansel was in something good and we got to see. Yeah. Have your own baby driver. Which they supposed to supposedly making Baby Driver too. Yeah, we'll see. Maybe John Barenthal will have more than two minutes in that yeah. movie. <laughs> if they feel like his character's still alive. Well, yeah, didn't his character die? I, feel, I don't know. He right. di- if he did, he dies in some movies. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so Dakota Johnson, you are the LVP for me this year. Moving on to Rookie of the Year. So the worst newcomer. Who are you going with there? This was very difficult for some reason. It was. So I went with Jacob Elordi. Who in the world is that? One of the guys in Kissing Booth. Not sure which one, but. (laughs) Any one of those guys. One One of them was in a couple other movies. Like he, he he was in a popular movie that he was one of the leads in. Can't remember what it was. So I went with the one that wasn't. But I don't know which one he was in the movie, so. <laughs> what is his name? Jacob E. Lordy. Jacob E. Oh, yeah, I was just recently writing about that movie, so that kind of sounds familiar. Oh, well, they weren't, there wasn't any good people in that movie. Yeah. Um, All right, I put him as J-Cord. That sounds like a black <laughs> person's name. Yeah, I pulled up in the J-Cord. All right, so Jacob E. Lordy. Mm-hmm. All right, I am going with Aquafina. And see, she came up on because she was in Ocean's 8 mm-hmm. and she was in Crazy Rich Asians, which we weren't crazy about. Oh. Yeah, I got bars. <laughs> and so I was like, all right, when I was looking at the Ocean's 8, I was like, Rihanna or Aquafina? Because <laughs> if we were keeping 100, I, Rihanna wasn't very good in that movie. Yeah, but I blame. Well, she's not really good in movies, period. But that don't matter because she's a, a superstar. Yeah, popular singer. But so I wasn't really paying attention to her. I was just more sh- sh- shocked at the fact that this movie ain't that good. And and I'm not a fan of Aquafina. Everybody seems to love her. She getting these Saturday Night Live gigs. She getting thrown in movies with. She's funny. She's just not. Well, you, let me 
cry home about. Yeah, I'm not even fun. I'm not even seeing the funny. I struggled <laughs> to laugh at her in Maybe Neighbors too. Ca- I ain't talking about in the movies. I'm talking about like as a human. Not, I'm not even talking about her comedy like stuff she puts out. I'm talking about like as a like she's funny. Like, you just a funny person. Like, you, you, <laughs> you made me laugh before, like in interviews. Yeah, I don't hate her. It's just I don't like her voice, and I also don't. Yeah, her voice is interesting. <laughs> and I'm being petty because she everybody seems to love her, and I can't seem to figure out why. So then that makes me <laughs> dislike them a little more. But, but she also had a bad year in movies for me. She was in Crazy Rich Asians, like you said. We didn't like The World Seems to Love. Um, she was in Ocean's 8. It wasn't a hit, and I wasn't a big fan of it. And she was also in a film called The Dude with my girl, Lucy Hell, and that movie was a stinker. Oh, yeah. So three movies that are nowhere near on the good half of my 2018 spectrum. You are a newbie to like you know everybody's eyes, it seems like. So you are getting that... Salacious rookie of the year on the WNBA side of things for me. All right, let's move on to defensive or defenseless player of the year. Who you going with here? I went with Woody Harrelson. Milkshakes would be mad. Yep. For especially because one of the movies that's the reason why he's on here for Venom. I didn't. I don't care how short amount of time that was an action movie. He was in it, and he was terrible in his little portion. He also was in Solo. Not that he was bad in Solo, but Solo wasn't a great movie. Mm-hmm. So pile that on top of what he did in Venom. The way he delivered is going to be carnage. Can't nobody tell me that was the best Woody Harrison y'all seen. That his curly little, hair. Yeah, oh that alone. Gosh. That curly, care. yeah, that curly hair is just itself should be. I don't nominated. care if he's not responsible for that. He put, he let it put on. He didn't be like, hey, this ain't it. <laughs> yeah, this looks stupid. Nope, he didn't speak up. So therefore, Woody Harrelson is the WNBA's defensive player of the year. All right, and I don't care. He didn't do a single action thing. <laughs> in it. He was. He did action moments, and so that's good enough. All right, my uh, defensive player of the year was almost about to go to Gabrielle Union. <laughs> Her role in breaking in, but as we were speaking, somebody else came to mind. I was like, "Nah, this is perfect." I had to go with my boy Johnny Knoxville. Oh yeah, for this because we were just talking about. I forget what made me think of him, but I was ta- I was also writing about Action Point recently, and Action Point <laughs> was trash. Got it, action in his name. He did so many stunts that risked. His, that risked his life. Yeah, we talk about Tom Cruise and stunts. Oh yeah, Tom Cruise did it. It worked out. Johnny Knoxville did it. It bombed at the box office. Almost killed him. Wasn't worth it at all. The, even the quality of the movie wasn't worth it. This wasn't Jackass where it was entertaining. This was a storyline with uh, Jackass elements trying to be a part of the storyline, and it failed miserably. <laughs> so for that, Johnny Knoxville, you are my defensive defensive player of the year. Congratulations. Now. Do something better. All right, sixth man of the year. Who are you going with for this uh, award? My sixth man of the year goes to Johnny Depp for his <laughs> performance in uh, uh, Fantastic Beasts and the Crimes of Grindelwald. Um, no, you enjoyed that. Just something about his the way he like the way he acts in roles is like he makes a choice and is confident in it, and because that one. That one's it's not a bad movie. It's not a terrible movie. It's just it wasn't as good as the first one, obviously. And he was the addition to the movie, and I didn't necessarily like his performance, and because it was very hard to think of other people, and I didn't just want to run Kissing Booth and and Every Day and uh, and uh, what else? The After Party and oh, I didn't want to run them movies into the ground. 
So I went with him. All right, Johnny Depp, congratulations, buddy. Me, got a repeat offender already for this year. Uh-oh. The Ben Gordon of this era, Aquafina, <laughs> is getting it for me again. She was a supporting role in all of those roles, and people said she did great, and I just could not see it. So since she was a repeat offender for me, she had three subpar movies, I had to go with Aquafina for the six men and the rookie. <laughs> so congratulations. She got uh, things to fill up two hands now. Mm-hmm. All right, least improved player. Who are you going with here? This was between two people. Um the person that didn't win was Shailene Woodley for the simple fact I didn't like a drift. <laughs> but ultimately, I went with another one that may shock people. Michelle Williams. Okay. For Venom. Was she good? Can somebody look me in the eyes and say she was good in Venom? We can like Michelle Williams. Nah, she was just there. Yeah. She just made her pin. Like, maybe if like if this was a couple years ago, Rachel McAdams could have definitely got it for Dr. Strange yeah. because that's not an improvement. That's not maintaining your thing. That's going yeah. backwards. She shouldn't be just playing a nurse in a big superhero movie just like Michelle Williams. Shouldn't have her superhero movie debut should not have been Venom. Yeah, I don't care how much money it made. She probably feels very justified now. So this is a big box office smash. She should have been in something along the lines of... Dr. Strange playing a nurse. So <laughs> that's why I'm going with Michelle Williams. Now, I don't think her acting's gotten worse or anything, but you got to think about the other outside uh, effects that this has. Funny, It's funny that you said Rachel McAdams because she almost won most improved player for me because her performance in Game Night was my favorite of her so far, so far especially after seeing her in Dr. Strange as a nurse. See? That's how you improve. <laughs> but um, my least improved player in her stock, I'll give her this award. But she put out some stinkers this year, and that is Natalie Portman. Okay. She had a Yep, because she had Oxvox or <laughs> whatever that movie called. Vox Lux and <laughs> Annihilation. Hey. Now, I've seen Annihilation on a lot of people's top of the year list. Wasn't on mine. It was at the bottom because that movie was too weird. I love weird movies. But some movies just go above and beyond being weird and just confusing. And even when I figure out or think I figured out what it's about or read about it, and it still don't change my opinion, eh, we got a problem. And that's what Annihilation did. That movie's too artsy-fartsy for me. I wasn't feeling it. Um, and then, like, she did Vox Lux, and it wasn't that the movie was necessarily whack. It wasn't great. It was it was literally just under okay, but it was her performance in the movie. It didn't help that she didn't come into the movie until an hour after it started. That's crazy. The fact that when she came in, you think, all right, Natalie Portman in, now the movie about to get started. Portman time. It came in, and I was like, what is she doing? Is she acting <laughs> on a stage or on a screen? I couldn't tell. It was too weird. It was she just The weird vibe that she was giving off with that bad performance didn't sit well with me. So hopefully, if I see her again in 2019, better things because 2018 for me with her wasn't the best so natalie portman is getting my least improved all right moving on to coach of the year or not so coach of the year whatever you want to call it who is getting your uh award here now i wrote down the name not sure what movie they directed (laughs) i went with michael Suxy. Let me look up. Yep, I don't know what he did. Let me look up what movie he did. All right, while you're doing that, I'll give mine. This was tough. I could have just went with one of the whack directors of one of the whack movies that I've seen this year. And I did do that, but not one of the worst movies I've seen. 
I went with Eli Roth because he tried to bring Bruce Willis's action career back with oh, Death yeah. Wish, <laughs> failed miserably, and it didn't help that the movie came out at the wrong time where gun violence wasn't the the popping thing to be throwing out there on the screen. He came out with two movies this year, a house a, a house with a clock in its walls, and that's that's uh, putting him down a notch because why he doing a movie like that? <laughs> two, yeah. I don't think nobody saw that movie, and I don't think got the, it didn't get awful reviews, but it didn't get great reviews. So the fact that you gave a two for that didn't really sit well with people. I'm going with Eli Roth there. All right, I figured out who this dude is. He's done a TV movie by the name of Grey Gardens. He's done a movie theater movie starring somebody that was mentioned earlier called The Vow. Um, he did a TV movie called Scruples. And the movie that he got got him the worst was Every Day. Um, that's the movie he directed. <laughs> yeah, that fits. Like, his name is Michael Suxy. Yeah. <laughs> and when I was thinking of some of the uh, bad actors and stuff, I couldn't. I was like, all right, let me. I was trying to p- pick some of the movies I liked the least. I'm like, all right, let me pull somebody from this movie. I'm like, I can't necessarily give it to Justice Smith. He wasn't like bad. I was like, all right, I'm going to give it to Debbie Ryan for one, <laughs> to, to be one of these. I'm like, she wasn't like particularly bad. She wasn't in the movie that often. <laughs> then I'm, like, I'm going to give it to this girl, Jenny Ross. Then I'm like, I don't remember who she was in the movie. And that left uh, Anne Gurry Rice. I'm like, she wasn't like bad in this. It was the movie I just didn't like. So, but yes, Michael Suxy is getting it. I could have easily gave it to the dude that uh, wrote, uh, directed Kissing Booth. I feel like that's just going at that movie too much because I don't care about it that much. Uh, just a side note: Angering Rice looks like somebody I worked at uh, at a movie theater with, and I always sent a picture of her. Like, this is you. I know uh-huh. you were actress. You are uh, actress now, but you just don't want to tell me. Milkshakes has a friend that when we first saw The Witch, I'm like, hey, that's your friend. <laughs> And then she talked to her friend one day and didn't even bring up the witch. And she was like, people keep saying I look like the girl from uh, uh, The Witch. It was either when Split came out or when The Witch was out. She was like, people keep saying I look like this girl. Oh, that one white girl that was here? <laughs> uh-huh. She don't they, look they like they, they also say uh, she look. Uh, somebody said she looked like Kendall Jenner. I mean, she tall and skinny. Yeah, just skin, tall, skinny. White. They all look the same to me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, the last but not least, or least, we got our last team. Mm-hmm. Who, who is going to incorporate your last team? All right, we're going Woody Harrelson. <laughs> we're going Joey King. Okay. We're going Jacob Elordi. All right. We're going Harrison Holzer. Don't remember who that is. <laughs> I think it's the other boy from <laughs> And after I said what I said, we're going Angry Rice. <laughs> That's, she has, she has to, She's the leader. Yeah, <laughs> if, if I gave it, if I was uh, threatening Ellen Page a couple years ago with flatliners, then you know you got to take responsibility. All right, so we got you gave it to Woody Harrelson, mm-hmm. Jacob Elordi, mm-hmm. who else? Harrelson <laughs> uh, Hoser, Harrelson or Har- Harrison, I think Harrison Hoser, Harrison Hoser, and Angry and Angry Rice. All right, so, squad. I didn't see that many terrible movies this year, luckily. So, all that's right, how you make that list? All right, shout out to all y'all. Do better. My last team uh, peeps are Dakota Johnson, my LVP. Mm-hmm. Natalie Portman, if it wasn't for Dakota Johnson or Joey King, would have definitely been in the running for LVP. But she was <laughs> in least improved. 
Then we got Joey King, mm-hmm. <laughs> who stung it up. We already said <laughs> <laughs> Slender Man or in the kissing booth. I couldn't tell if she was supposed to be the lead or the co or the co lead or the supporter in Slender Man, and I don't think Slender Man knew either. In the kissing booth, that was her baby, and it it was watchable, but it's also very corny. Yeah, I ain't got time for that type of corniness. That also reminds me of every day there was a line in there that I completely forgot about. I wrote it down, but it was so bad I forgot about it. But there's a line in that movie where somebody asks her the main character's name because her main her the main character's name is Rhiannon, and they ask her if her name is Rihanna, and they say Rihanna like B better have my money. Oh, yeah. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, I ain't like that. Is that how we refer to Rihanna? That song is. That's crazy. That's not all, even her pop, most popular of, song. All her songs. That's the one we refer to her as. All right, cool. Oh, man. All right, so I said Dakota Johnson, Natalie Portman, Joey King. Of course, you can't have, uh, we can't win two trophies and not be on this. We got Aquafina. Uh huh. And this one hurts my heart. But if I was able to give Shay Mitchell punishment one week, yeah. which I didn't want to do, but I, I, can't, I can't lie, I'm not biased. And if I was able to give Natalie Portman least improved, then it was only right that I give Lucy Hell this last entry. Lucy! And it's because she did a movie by the name of The Dude. Uh-huh. Or Dude. I don't know if there's a done or not. It was trash, so it doesn't matter. And Blumhouse is truth to dare. She yeah, wasn't whacking the movie. A bad year. <laughs> but the movie itself wasn't Blumhouse's best. So <laughs> this is just a little nut and. It ain't got nothing to do with movies, but she had a show that got canceled. Yeah, so, that, don't, that don't help either. So all of that is just, just a little nudge, like just letting you know, like, yo, you know, we ain't all invincible. <laughs> we can't all rely on Pretty Little Liars forever, no matter if it's a cult classic. Now go down yeah, as one of the best shows of this generation. not like that for me. Everybody loves it, no matter what they say. We just When it comes to your film career, you can't just rely on your past you know, you pass success on your TV. You know, you got to step it up. So, giving it to go to Dakota Johnson, Natalie Portman, Joey King, Aquafina, and Lucy Hale. That's my last team. And boom, those are our NBA awards. If you got an issue or want to agree, go ahead and comment. Uh, listen to the previous actual numbered episode. It's the Icy Movies, Icy Movie Award nomination reveal. Ice. Go listen to that. Go on icymovies.wordpress.com to vote as many times as you want. Go on Instagram at uh, Leo B. Gyllenhaal to follow the shenanigans. Uh, find the show on, what is it, Spotify now. Tw- not Twitch. Stitcher. <laughs> yeah. iTunes. SoundCloud at The Great Musical. It's 5.30. Yikes. Jesus. No Kanye song that Drake wrote. Yeah. Um, it, it can get innocent. Frightening. <laughs> I hope. Sometimes. <sighs> All right. So, yeah, yeah, I think that's it for this bonus episode. You got All anything right. else you want to say? Nah, I'm out of here. All right. We done. Uh, uh, what did she say? Huh? In the eighth grade, what did she say? Uh, Gucci. It's Gucci. No main. 1017. No low. Low main, no main.